Welcome to Sandra Ray's Fiercely Spiritual Podcast. Hello, how are you today on this wonderful day? I hope it is treating you well. Thank you so much for being here and for listening once again. This episode is going to be another short one. For those of you who don't know me, if you've never met me before, my name is Sandra Ray. I'm an author, healer, spiritual teacher and speaker. And I want to share with you today a topic that has been coming up recently. And it's something that I call the balance. We're going to get straight into this. I'm going to explain exactly what the balance is, how it's one of those universal paradoxes why it's so important to be aware of it and to master it and what you can do to start gently and really simply implementing things in your own life so that you can use the balance to your advantage. So let's get into it. So what exactly is the balance? Well, it's something that I like to explain it as being the balance between embracing what is and choosing what could be. So let me explain. A lot of us, when we're faced with something that we don't necessarily like, when we're faced with a challenge, an issue, some sort of thing that we see as a problem in our lives, we usually do one of two things. First thing is to deny it. Well, there's probably three or four things that we do. You can deny it, you can fight against it, you can embrace it, or you can surrender to it, or you can completely give up. So that's about five things. So what I find is that when you have a challenge or problem, when you fight against it, when, say, for example, you're in work and somebody gives you extra work to do and you're just about to go home and you're thinking, I'm just about to leave and you can fight and you say, I'm not doing this, this isn't my job, I'm about to go home. Um, or the other side of it is you can brace it and sit and do the work. Um, another side of it is you can surrender to it. You can think, oh, well, you know, it's always going to be this way. It's always, I'm always going to be the one who's working late. Um, you can feel like the victim. And there's all these different scenarios. So what is the best one to choose? Because in spirituality, we always talk about spiritual surrender. And I think a lot of people think that spiritual surrender is about giving up, which is not what it is about. It's is not what it is about at all. Let me pronounce my words properly. Um, spiritual surrender is more about recognizing what is and then tuning into what could be. So it's not about giving up. It's not about being the victim. It's not about letting life just walk all over you. That's not what it's about. So I remember hearing a story before about a monk, I think it was a Tibetan monk. I don't remember the exact details, but bear with me. I'll try and uh, remember the details 
in as accurate a way as possible, but you'll get the message. So there was a woman in, he lived in a small village and there was a woman who lived there who became pregnant and it was out of wedlock and her boyfriend fled and they didn't know what to do. So she blamed this monk and said that he was the father. So they, the baby was born and they brought the baby up to him and they presented the baby to him and said, you're the father, you need to take this child, you need to look after it. And instead of saying, what are you crazy? I'm not the father, you know, I'm a monk. I've been sitting up here. I don't even know who this girl is. Um, he took the baby and he didn't argue. And for a year, he cared for the baby and he treated it like it was his own. And he had no help. He looked after the baby and completely surrendered to it. Now, after a year, the boyfriend came back and reconciled with the mother of the baby and they decided that they were going to get married and they decided that they wanted to raise the child themselves. So the boyfriend, the mother, the family all marched up to the monk's house and they demanded that he give the baby back. This baby who he had brought up from day one who he had treated as if it was his own, who he had become attached to, who he now loved. And he simply handed the baby back. And this story is a story that represents total non-resistance, total surrender. And it's something that I think we all can aspire to that level but you might think well that was crazy what he did why didn't he just say no this is my baby in the first place why did he take it and why didn't he explain to them that he'd been looking after it when they came to take it off him and that maybe he wanted to keep the baby maybe he wanted to keep helping out there's all these scenarios all these emotions that are attached to it that we could judge and we could think well no that wasn't the right decision but when you live your life in a state of surrender that's when everything just becomes easy because you're not attached to a certain outcome you're not attached to things being a certain way you're not attached to your own opinions of how things should be and you completely surrender to life, to the universe, knowing that everything will work out. Now, the way I see people practicing this though, and it's not necessarily people who are spiritual, but people who have been working in a job for years, who maybe have at one point had some desire to do something else, something they loved, but they're working in a job that they hate. And you could say that they've surrendered to it. They've surrendered to the fact that they're going to be here maybe for the rest of their lives. They've surrendered to the fact that they have no other options. And they've just accepted that this is how it is. Now, the problem with that is that that's not really surrender. That's giving up. They've given up on their hopes and dreams. They've given up on 
the desire to be more, to do more. They've given up on their potential. And that's where the balance comes in. The balance between embracing what is, embracing that job that they don't necessarily like, and choosing what could be. So what could be is that they could absolutely accept that for now, they are in this job and they're going to embrace it. They are going to embrace where they are at. But choosing what could be is the art of examining, well, what are my desires? What would bring me even greater satisfaction? I know that this job is fulfilling me in some ways, but there's lots of ways that it's not fulfilling me. And I know that I used to love drawing or I used to love singing or I used to love acting or whatever it is. I used to love writing. And how can I start choosing that? How can I start bringing that into my work or bringing that option into my daily life? And how can I start making that my job and making that something I love? So the balance is between embracing where you're at and choosing what could be. Now, that monk that we spoke of, perhaps when that child, that baby was handed to him, perhaps he surrendered to it, embracing what is. But maybe in his mind, he was choosing what could be. He was envisioning the father and the mother of the child being together and coming back and raising the child. And all that time he was feeling those happy feelings of that family being reunited. And he was feeling that sense of gratitude for the experience of the joy and the laughter that the baby was bringing to his life, but also knowing that that family at some point would be reunited. And not putting a timeline on it, not saying this has to happen tomorrow, or next week, or next month, but just knowing deep in his heart that that was a possibility, and that was something that could be. So maybe he was actively feeling those feelings and accepting everything that was in that moment, but feeling the joyful feelings of what could be. So what I'm saying is, if there's a part of your life where you have given up, if there is something that you have accepted and thought, well, this is just the way it is. I'm always going to be the one who's always late, or I'm always going to be the one who gets given the last minute jobs to do when everybody else has gone home from the office, or I'm always going to be the one, whatever story you're telling yourself, accept and embrace what is, accept and embrace the way things are now and choose what could be. So what could be? Well, maybe I could be the one who arrives early. Maybe I could be the one who leaves on time and gets all my work done. And maybe I could be the one who is happy or whatever else it is. And then start focusing on that and focus and just ask yourself, well, how would that be? What would that feel like? What would it feel like if I started bringing what I love into my job or I started enjoying doing what I'm doing or I changed jobs and did something completely different. What would that feel like? 
So it's not living in a fantasy where you're going into work every day and thinking, I hate this, I want to do something else. You're not going in thinking, this isn't what I want to do. Why can't I get another job? Why can't I be the one who leaves on time? And feeling those feelings of regret or anger or guilt, that's not what it is at all. It's embracing where you're at, feeling good about where you're at, and then choosing what could be, starting to explore what could be with feelings of excitement, feelings of gratitude, feelings of potential and embracing that side of it. So that's where the balance comes in. It is not about giving up. It's not about settling for something that you don't want. It's about accepting where you're at and choosing, embracing what is and choosing what could be. So I want you to think about, before we finish up, I want you to think, think about one area of your life, one area where you can bring this balance into your life. Where is it that you can start to embrace what is and then choose what could be? Maybe it's in relation to your career. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's your health and well-being. Maybe it's your fitness. Maybe it's some other area of your life. So just decide now what pops to mind, what area, what do you want to focus on? And ask yourself, how can I embrace what is in this moment without fighting it, without feeling regret, without feeling hurt, without feeling angry or frustrated? How can I accept what is and embrace what is right now? And then the second part is, how can I choose what could be? What could be if I was to choose something different? And I start thinking about that. What is it that I want to transpire? I'm just beginning to explore it with curiosity, without needing to make any changes while you're exploring it without needing to run out and change jobs or do any of that just exploring it with curiosity not needing to do anything but of course if you feel inspired to take action then following through following through and taking that those brave steps that may be needed the ones you've been avoiding so just beginning to ask yourself what could be and really exploring that with curiosity. And if you need to write it all out, write it down. Because often when we think about things, we get these, in, this inspiration, we get sudden insights, we get an aha moment. But you may not write it down, you might forget that you've had that inspiration. So if you do get that insight, write it down. And then follow through if you need to. So start thinking about that and let me know how you get on. Let me know what comes up for you. Let me know how you have applied the balance to your life, how you've embraced it and what that means for you because we always have a choice. And when we fight life, that's when we're in suffering. When we embrace what is and choose what could be, that's when life opens up for us. So I hope this has helped you and 
I hope you implement this. I hope you go and spend five minutes thinking about it, thinking about what is in relation to a certain aspect of your life. You don't need to take your whole life as a whole, but just thinking what is and choosing what could be. So go do that now, sit for a few minutes and reflect with curiosity on the area that you have in mind. And I will see you next week. Thank you once again for being here. Bye-bye.